BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Squirrel in my pro, big party show. Breast will enlarge, big party show. The radio is on. the peanut butter on your thighs so everyone will know big party show back hair will grow number one make it so big party show big party show big party show you're listening to the big party morning show on channel 941 Hello, you look pretty today. Good morning. Welcome to the Big Party Show. Oh, was that a generic compliment? <laughs> yeah, that's not <laughs> generic. My compliments listening. aren't generic. I mean, that wasn't for us. No, no, God, no. <laughs> you horrible, ugly that creatures I work with. <laughs> you, radio listener in the car, why don't you look nice today? Well, hey, you know, maybe I just made someone's day. I doubt I would compliment you guys and it would make any of your day any different than it is now, so I just kind of do the blanket ones, I guess. But, yeah, hey, welcome to the show. When, was, be last, cold. when was the last time you tried complimenting? You know, I was thinking about that, Jeff. I don't think you've... I don't think I've ever heard really a compliment from you either. I was thinking about that yesterday for some reason. I'm like, why don't we compliment each other ever? Like, nice jacket. But then I came to the conclusion that all we do is make fun of each other anyway, so... That's your love That'd language. be a weird show. Hey, man, you look good. I like your jacket. Well, that would, involve, would be like somebody's terminal. That would involve one of us wearing a nice jacket. <laughs> Amen to There's that. There's also that. <laughs> I mean, a hoodie and a sweatpants every day. Hey, man, nice hoodie. Hey, nice Are those yeah. sweatpants only two days old? Yeah, that's it. All right, we got news coming out. What's up, Molly? They named the elephant. She's got a sweet little name down to hey. Henry Dorley Zoo. It's so cute. All right, we'll get to that name next. Stay with us. Now, news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. And Rolly Zoo announced the new name for the baby elephant, Eugenia. Eugenia. Sweet. Yeah. Uh, The Grucock family got to name the new little bundle. Uh, Eugenia is a family name. Apparently, it means noble or well born. Sounds like they were stuck between a boy and a girl. (laughs) (laughs) And they were. Eugenia. Eugenia. So she's the first elephant born in the zoo's 125-year history. So that's why it's such a big deal. Everybody's getting so excited. There's going to be another little, um, uh, there's another baby elephant expected sometime this winter. I wonder okay. what the street market, street value is on a on a baby elephant. Like if you're going to sell it to another zoo. Right. Oh, God, yeah. I, w- I mean, aren't they a pain to get? I, 
I remember years ago, it was a big deal when we got them over here from Africa. Mm-hmm. Yes. There were like protest groups trying to sabotage it. Gosh, yeah. It's like a big deal getting it out of there, getting them over here. And it's a good thing that we have them um, because of all the poaching and stuff like that. But yeah, I, I don't know what a market would be. On a little baby elephant, I would guess hundreds of thousands of dollars. Do you find him on Craigslist? <laughs> I would look. I want <laughs> a guy in the park. <laughs> hey, man. He's got an about Afghan that PS4 and the baby elephant? <laughs> Throw in a baby elephant for 50 bucks more. <laughs> well, now, I mean, coming up, we're going to have two. So I would think that the zoo, there'd be other zoos like, hey, what's a guy got to do to get a baby elephant? But I would love a baby elephant, just, just like a kitten. I would love a baby elephant if it didn't get older. Know what I mean? <laughs> elephants are just cute. Baby elephants are just the most adorable little things. Those are hippos. You want to? You eventually want to send him off to boarding school. Well, that's you sent into another zoo. <laughs> Bye. It's gotten too big to cuddle. Okay. This one's getting too big. We need a smaller one. Get hopping. Yep. So uh, right. sweet little yeah. Eugenia. She's still uh, keeping their. She's with the herd, but you can't see her yet. But the zoo's gonna like you know have tickets and all the stuff when it finally does come out to the public. Uh, today we find out whether or not that mask mandate around town is gonna stand. Supposed to find out by noon today. Um, Nebraska Attorney General's office and three Omaha City Council members want a judge to issue uh, like a stop on the mandate. They're arguing that the health director doesn't have the authority to issue the mask mandate without approval from the state. Are you going to be and, waiting around with bated breath? Oh, I can't wait. The verdicts come down. All the reporters run to the phones. <laughs> There's a young man on the corner of the courthouse. It's a <laughs> People are just going to go, okay, yeah, whatever. Right? I mean, you're either Throw wearing it. your mask or not. That's right. I Last time I went to a Walmart when they you know, they enacted this thing, tried to anyway, I felt bad for one of the employees because I think he was new and he was. I can hear him talking to a manager asking, what am I supposed to do? I can't force people to wear masks because, you know, Walmart steps right in all the time and goes, that's how it is. You got to wear your mask. But I felt bad for him. And then you look around, you know, you're going to wear it when you're not. Well, Let's I can't take choose, mine off now because know? I have such terrible mask knee. <laughs> yes, you, you have do. mask knee? I have bad breath. <laughs> hey, you get the mask knee from wearing your mask all the time. Yeah. It's an unfortunate side effect. It's true. Uh, we are gearing up to head some troops over to the Ukraine. About 9,000 are on standby to deploy to Europe. If Russia decides to not play nice, um, they're denying any plans of attacking, despite the fact that they've sent like 100,000 soldiers to the border. <laughs> Pay no attention. Well, they're saying they won't attack. They'll get attacked. Mm. Okay. That's how it'll go down. Uh. They're going to say, hey, where the... The Russians are saying, we're just here protecting our interests. You attacked us. They right? shot at us. You all saw him. He had a gun. <laughs> this is going to get worse before it gets better uh jeopardy champion is on the way to make some history amy snyder last night uh won her 39th consecutive game and that puts her in the second place of all time so ironically schneider's next target is the current jeopardy host ken jennings do you think that he sabotages her they're making the questions easier because they keep beating each other's records (sighs) I don't know how you go that long. I, I, I mean, mean each not... guy keeps climbing the other one's mountaintop. Like, yeah. they make is the standard lower. And then now I they... feel like I can watch it on TV and I feel like I get more of them right than normal. 
Probably easier. You're right. Um, but now they have another show that they spun off of it with all of the, the champions doing something. Game shows. Fun. Like the like the champions are now yeah, combating each other? Like the guy from Vegas is on it. Jennings is on it. Um, yeah, anyway. Well, she's uh, got a ways to go before she... Jennings won 74 consecutive episodes. She how just many had, is she? She just got 39 under her belt. So, I mean... Oh, then why are we... Who cares, then? Well, it's because that she finally took over second place. So, like, the only thing to do now is beat the first place guy, and he's the one hosting the show. So, See, now I imagine that boy on the corner of the street with the newspaper going, <laughs> This just in! Breaking! Is there a new Jeopardy winner? Or is it the mask mandate? We're all waiting. People again are going to look over and go, okay. Post-holiday slumps. I don't know if people are feeling the beginning of 2022 is, but if you are, one of the things that they found is that comfort food can help buoy your mood. It might even be an antidepressant, like a bowl of chili. All the ingredients combined together. Um, scientists went ahead and looked at uh, antidepressant nutrients in food. And so they were, you know, scoring different foods to find out which ones were best at, like, making you, I don't know, feel making better. You happy. Making you happy. Chili is apparently a perfect combination of yeah, a lot of those ingredients. You're just giving it to sad people? <laughs> I guess. <laughs> Would you like some chili? Yes. Sad. <laughs> Makes me happy and makes me gassy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> See, the sound of happiness. <laughs> the entertainment on the other side. The sound of happiness. Um, no, one of the things that the that researchers uh, were looking into is the fact that gut flora, we've talked about this, the idea of like what's going on in your belly mm-hmm. is a possible key player in the regulation of mood. The idea that like, you know, gut health kind of is... Uh, a key to uh, all over health, not just like what's going on in your belly, but also what's going on in your brain. Um, so they're saying that potential is food as medicine. The idea that, you know, if you get your gut flora well, right, then you can maybe be a happier person. Yeah, it might be the food you're eating. That's yes. why you're depressed. Okay. Right. Well, you know, like, don't we have the theory that some of us are eating food. foods that we shouldn't be eating? Yeah. And now that it doesn't agree with your system, I think party, it's every other meal you have. <laughs> It's going in him and you hear his stomach go, and probably be like, I got to go to the bathroom right now. And you know what that sound is? The sound of happiness. I don't think so. Not a happy gut. That's something. That's that's your gut begging you to make a change. To not eat it. Oh, God. But I did that test that you guys had me do, the Everly test, and I got um, the results on everything. And I'm allergic to so much stupid stuff. It's like, all right, come on. Yeah, you the know, elimination like, diet is tough. Like once you finally it. find the stuff, like it really does make a difference, but it's not an easy it's not an easy journey to start because no. you got to like take everything out. You're like, what am I left with? Yeah. <laughs> Nothing good. Nothing yep. that I want to eat. It's January in the Midwest. All I want to eat is bad stuff and sure. stay in the house and never leave. Yeah, one of the things was chicken. Like but there's chicken almost, you know, chicken broths, chicken this, chicken that. So I'm like, all right, we're done. You have with a sensitivity this. to chicken, to yeah. poultry? Isn't that oh. bizarre? I'm like, come on, how real is this? Give me a break. But then again, you haven't heard my stomach. Right. 
The term we use is the eels are back. Yes. But I tell them. I'm like, the eels are back because it's you hear slithering in squishy sounds. It oh, is. that's terrifying. It's weird. It's yeah. I can sometimes you can feel it. And that I mean, right you can there. Just imagine his his entire gut region is full of of, of eels. Oh, you're freaking me out, man. <laughs> well, maybe something you can try. One of the foods that like they said that got a high score on like you know antidepressant nutrients and it's good for your body are like seafood and biovalves, like things like oysters, mussels, stuff like that. Apparently has really high scoring like happy happiness um plants are like leafy greens all that kind of stuff peppers so i don't know maybe you can start doing some steam mussels instead of chicken they've been airing that they air the hell out of those kfc ads now for that plant-based chicken nuggets gross yeah and it makes me mad <laughs> good <laughs> because i think what do we got to eat plants for like why are they don't. taking away our Food. This is my theory it's on this. Weird. They're fast food people. It's not like I could see if they were like, we're here from the healthy corporation and we've come out for all of you who like healthy food. This new plant, it's a fast food joint jamming plant based chicken nuggets down my throat. I'm like, what happened to the chicken? Jerks. Don't, it's don't like, take the chicken from me. When I got the chicken and we did that little thing with Bouncy ate the cow, the cow balls instead, we replaced them. Um, when I ordered the, the the fake chicken, it probably took 10 minutes to get it because I don't think anyone was ordering it and they were making it to order. And then it came out and the guy just, he like sized me up like, you're really eating plant-based chicken? I'm like, yeah. And then I had it when it was hot. Jeff, you ate it when it was cold. And this is my opinion. It was like eating gelatin. And I was like, whoa. Everybody says it's like an eraser. Yeah. Like they show pictures of it. And I'm like, that doesn't even look like food. This doesn't right. even look yeah, like they're was, trying to make it look like food. food. No, well, that was the idea why you used to call bad food comfort food because it wasn't physically good for you, but you felt better. Sure. Right? Yeah. Mac and cheese, chicken, brownies, fried, fried chicken, fried chicken, fried great chicken, one. mashed potatoes, oh, gravy, add the gravy, maybe some meatloaf. And then, of course, there's the chili. All right, 938-9400. That's in. And podcast, by the way, if you miss any second of the show and you want to get to it, uh, you can do it on uh, the app, Channel 94. You should have that on your phone or anywhere you get your podcast. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Morning. Welcome to the show. We got uh, Olympics coming up here. Charlie and I saw China. They said that they're going to maybe bringing back the anal swab. Whoa. Yeah, for a, uh, to test COVID. We're lucky. This is a little late in the game to be. I mean, why would they do that? Bringing that stuff back. But I don't <laughs> Especially know. Especially when we know that saliva tests are really like the hot thing that can really work and they're pretty dialed in. Like, really, we're yeah. going to go from spitting in a cup to bend over? I mean, we're talking yeah. about this mask mandate in Omaha. The habit's formed. You're either a masker or you're not. Yep. I almost feel like we should enjoy it before, you know, Maybe. years years from now, who knows? Maybe yeah. we should start wearing something on our ears. Just start like a, hey, there's a thought right there. I, what I like would we wear on our ears? I don't know, a cloth or something, just some <laughs> kind of virtue signaling, like just enjoy it while you still have it. Why not? Just like a... Like a double downing. Yeah, yeah. And see how many people follow. They're like, wait, I, wait, why are they covering their ears? Because you can get COVID through ears. That was kind of the early days of this. People were talking about how <clears throat> which hole was it coming in. Yeah, remember. And we were worried about 
it coming in. Yeah. Eyes, nose, ears. All of it. So cover it up. <laughs> but back to the anal swabbing in China. <laughs> They're messing with people, right? They got millions of people. I mean, not millions, but tons of people coming to Beijing to to do this thing, and they're like, okay. I wonder right. how many. I wonder how many athletes are like, if if I hadn't been training for five years, right? I would not be going. There are some that are just. I mean, they're telling that I'm worried you, about it. But how yeah. could you drop out? You put. That I would time never in. drop out. Just the experience alone. I would want everyone else to drop out so I can get the gold. Are there any no. Winter Olympic athletes that are out of shape? Let's just start on right here. Okay. They all can celebrate the fact that they're in the most phenomenal shape. I would say in the world. Only because mm-hmm. it's been here is the curling people. They look like the most out of shape ones that I've seen. Compared but I to like a snow skier. Or a sn- yeah, you don't see fat guys on... on uh, Speed skater. Speed skating. Why stuff. not, though? I wish they did. Why not have an unlimited division like they do in wrestling or boxing? Have a heavyweight. Heavyweight figure skating. They would, <laughs> when they jump, they'd go... Blind biathlon. Blind biathlon. Okay. <laughs> saw a story yesterday about blind, blind skating. What? Blind uh, skateboarding. Haven't you ever seen the the what they had? I still think some of the best Olympic games are the para Olympic games. Absolutely, they really they are. are super inspiring. After the summer, they have blind guys playing hockey. Well, we watched the one where it was the blind runners, where they have the runners all oh, running sprint, running the hundred. I remember that. Yeah, that's interesting. and they're attached to a sighted athlete. Yeah, a sighted, and you're running. So basically, you're just running, and the person is just kind of like a guide. I thought that was fascinating. Oh, could you imagine? I mean, these these guys are still athletes, but geez, I mean, you're right. That's that's a thousand times harder than just the regular, you know, athlete. I'm sure. Um, but, do they do mixed? You know how they do mixed in figure skating? Yeah. You know where it's a guy and a girl, usually husband and wife or brother yeah. and sister. Mm-hmm. Have one of them be blind. Okay. <laughs> the one, not the one tossing. In the air. <laughs> yeah, the one who's there to catch on sound. I think they both have to do the equal they have amount to have of like tasks. What, uh, they have to have like that bat radar, like that low location location tracking. I, I would love to see the speed skating with the upper level fat guy. You got to be 300 pounds or more. Heavyweight unlimited. It's just unlimited. <laughs> it's like if you're 300 and up, fire away. I mean, we would watch. Oh, yeah, we'd make bets. It would be great. How many uh, weeks are we from the Winter Olympic uh, Games? Less than two, I think. Something yeah, it like, starts yeah. like the third. It's coming up quickly. Fourth or, you know, what that yeah. next weekend. Not this coming weekend, but the following. The next weekend, okay. All right, uh, Celebrity News is coming up next with, uh, with the lovely Molly. What's up, dear? What do you got? Oh, thank you. Listen to you, compliment guy. Uh, Chris Evans teaming up with The Rock. For uh, a Christmas special. We'll tell you about that. All right, it's next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, Dwayne the Rock, and and who's teaming up? Chris Evans. For what? Captain America. Uh, they are going to be doing a Christmas movie together for Amazon Studios. It's uh, titled Red One. Details are slim, but they're saying it's a globe-trotting, four-quadrant action-adventure comedy. Kind of like Red Notice. 
Kind of. I feel red like everyone's going to want to knock out a Red Notice. Fun little movie. Like, Red Notice looked like it was fun to make. Yeah, it did. Yes, it did, it did very much fun. so. Um, all right. Christmas. I love Chris Evans. So he's busy. He's got a lot of stuff going on. He had a funny cameo on Don't Look Up. Um, and then he's going to be the voice of Buzz Lightyear in the new Disney spinoff. And then, I was going to say, is he gonna, are we going to see him as Captain America anymore? No, he's done. Remember, that was his final shoot when he did um, Endgame. Then he should die. Like, if I'm his agent, we need to get him, we need to get him into something. Yes. Right? Why waste He's been him? in Knives Out. That was really good. Um, he was in this other thing, Defending Jacob, which was a really good thriller. That was like a mini series on Apple. Um, I mean, maybe it's just because he's on my radar. Like, I'm always like, oh, Chris Evans is in that. I, I like it. Well, that. he played a jerk in Knives Out. My favorite part is Loved when he's it. telling people to eat S. Eat S. Eat S. <laughs> eat S. Eat S. And how many of those fisherman sweaters got sold because he looked so magic? In what that? if you really vomited every time you lied? Oh, gosh. This studio would be covered in vomit. <laughs> oh. And it wasn't just a little bit of vomit. It was like, you know, fire... Fire hose vomit. Gross. <laughs> I'd weigh six pounds. Just what a funny that, plot like, line. I, I love that movie. I want to go see it again. Uh, to have the, the adorable Anna de Armas. Uh-huh. She's so sweet. Megan it was just on um, It was on like commercial cable the other day. So it's kind of it's one of those frustrating things where you're like, oh, I remember that. And then all of a sudden it goes to commercial. You're like, why am I watching this on commercials <laughs> when I can watch it? But, you know, it's just a crime of opportunity. It's just on. But yes, he's so he's really good at playing the bad guy. Kanye West's new documentary just premiered at um, Sundance. There's some uh, unsettled business apparently when it comes to this. You know, this is genius. Uh, the documentary that's headed to Netflix that's followed Kanye since like the beginning. Yeah. Apparently, Kanye wants to get in the editing room. He uh, has not, he he wants to get the final edit for what they finally put out on Netflix. All right. Well, that's okay, right? Uh, I mean, it's his. It sounds like, well, it's, it, it's not, I mean, he is the, um, he's the content of it, but it was another director who's a friend of his that was the documentarian. So there is a little bit of, part of it has to do with the fact that apparently the last half hour of this documentary shows Kanye kind of spiraling out. All right. Which we so, would expect, I think. Right. right? I, I mean, and, and and it seems like the, the filmmakers tried to be really respectful. Like, there were times where they're like, we shut off the cameras. Like, he was starting to go off the deep end, and we just, we we didn't film it. We shut it off. Haven't we seen, could, is, could we see anything worse? We've no. We've seen the whole, absolutely no talking. Remember that? Yes, yes. We've seen it all. We've seen him, you know, break into the TMZ which that was great. It was awesome. By the he way. needs more oh. visits. The overshare. <laughs> no, I didn't all. think it was an overshare. No, he was, he's telling him off. Yelling at all of them for saying Rob was fat at the wedding. But then <laughs> that's why he got liposuction. You're like, okay, 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 okay. I'm just saying people who knew him were probably like, I just, uh, he took the truth serum this morning and he can't stop talking. Um, but like one of the scenes that there's a conversation, I guess, with real estate agents and Kanye is talking about the fact that he's like, I took my bipolar medication last night so I can have a normal conversation and turn alien into English. And it was like, it, it, a, it, he went off on this sort of tangent. And then that's when they, like, the filmmakers, like, you know what? We're going to go ahead and 
shutter the camera and just go ahead. So it sounds like the filmmaker is a friend of his and is like trying not to completely. I feel like I've seen it all already. So. Uh, he got into it with a paparazzi in Miami on Saturday. I thought this was interesting because he talks to the paparazzi from time to time, telling him that uh, he should get a cut of what they make off of his image, which Heck isn't yeah. necessarily wrong. No, it's not. I mean, they're making all kinds of money. I, mean, I agree. He said, he said, right now, y'all get to shoot us without having to pay. I'm going to change that. I, I said, I'm not saying you. it in a negative way. It's just like right now, it's just really one-sided. You guys can follow us. You guys can stand outside a hotel at any given time. You don't give us any percentage of what you're making off of us, off our kids. I'm going to change that. <laughs> do it. Yes. I do like that. Yes. You're like, go for it. I mean, unfortunately, it does he's seem not going to use the legal process. He's going to use magic. <laughs> <laughs> he's a magician. Voila! Mind power. Voila! All right. News is coming up here in a few minutes. You want to stick around for that? Because it's going to blow your mind. Right, Molly? Yes. We're going to talk about shark attacks. Ooh. Oh, yeah. The numbers are up, but find out what state really holds the crown for most shark bites. Iowa. Yes. <laughs> it's in the running. Stop ruining it. All right. We're going to get to that next. Hang on. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Now, news headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. Florida has the biggest shark bites. Apparently, it's, it's the shark attack capital of the world, I believe, right? Yeah. And it is again. Uh, New Smyrna Beach. I think it's Smyrna Beach. So right around that area is usually. Now, these are nibbles. There's no, these bite. aren't. I'd still rather uh, take my odds on that side, on set of the California one, where if you get nibbled, it's a great white. Yeah, it's they're taking. These are usually like reef sharks and uh, bulls. And yep, you just take a bite. Bam. Yeah, they're breaking them all down. About two thirds of worldwide total is uh, is in the United States. So apparently, we whatever we're doing here in the U.S., sharks really like to nibble at us. What is it, Volusia County? Remember, and that yes. was the one that screwed up the election in 2000. Was Volusia County? Was yeah. that the one I thought was Miami Dade, or was it Volusia? Was what? That was the county. Um. So they have the most shark bites so far. Are and there then, are there great whites um, down in that area? Well, you know how we tag through? them now. How you can tag them. The yeah. Ocean. Um, and so we're noticing with the tagged ones that they'll cruise around. Okay. All right. Somebody caught one not too long ago, a big great white one off of a dock in uh, Florida. So we know they're out there, but oh my those gosh. aren't the ones that are getting people. They're just the, the, the little ones. They'll cruise, up, they'll cruise up as high up to Martha's Vineyard on the Upper East Coast, and we've known that they go all the way down around the tip of Florida um, and up along the Gulf to, like, Galveston. Okay. And then turn around. And do it again. Yeah. Go back. They're running the circuit. What a yeah. fascinating animal. Yes. Swimming the around, living life. Know where they're anything. going. I mean, number two is Hawaii, but it's like a far second. They've got like six unprovoked bites compared to, you know, Florida that has like 28 cases. Unprovoked. But, but the, the stories that they're kind of up the last couple of years, I think they're yes. saying um, we're getting back. There's more of us in the water. Whatever yeah. changes in the environment, we think that are getting them closer to each other. The five-year average is like way up compared to what it used to be. But like, you shouldn't be afraid of them, right? Or, I don't know. I'm sure I'm going to be quite afraid while it's biting me. <laughs> well, you're going to be 
<laughs> There's a lot of things that's going to be happening. I well, still, you. I still think I could get out of the cage, but who knows? You know, if we were doing the Great White, the Guadalupe. Yes. Because we know people who have You'd done it. You'd get out of the cage? Well, we know people who have done it, and they mm -hmm. said it's fascinating. It wasn't, and we've seen The some sharks aren't sharks. there to eat you. They're just living life, and we're checking them out. I, I don't know if I could get out of the cage. I don't know. I mean, I would love to attempt it, though. I don't know why we just don't go and do it. I... We're rich as hell. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> it's pricey. <laughs> yes, it is. And you have to have time on your hands because, like, you get uh, on that boat in, in uh, California. It's a week. You go out to, like, Guadalupe, and you're hoping you find them. There's no guarantees. Anyway. Oh. On the water's dark and deep. We like sharks, and we don't care who knows. <laughs> I don't know if I'd even be able to get into the cage. I don't even know if you I don't even get, get into the, the ocean. I. Yeah, yeah but maybe, so. you, maybe you could. And that only makes you brave. Change your I mean, life. Think about that. I mean, understandably, you wouldn't. You that sounds scary. But what if the moment happens? We get the gear on you, and mm. you can do that snuba, where it's like you're scuba diving, but you don't have to have the tank. Yeah, it's got the, the hose. Line. The hose is running down to you. You bet. I kind of like that. The um, tanks just seem like a lot. Just. I mean, it's seeing out. a great white. It's like looking at a dinosaur. It's so cool. It's huge. Tom Brady is gonna take a beat. He uh, did a podcast on Monday and said he hasn't made a decision. Um, you know, the Bucks lost on Sunday, and he's a seven-time Super Bowl champion, and everyone's like, is he going to retire? And he isn't saying. He did say that he's going to take some time to spend with his family. Uh, it was a lot of family talk. My yep. kids deserve a dad. My wife deserves a husband. Yes. She put out some stuff on Instagram right during the game. Wasn't it sort of like... I just, is this it? Or, you know, I a lot of people think it's leaning that way. But you know, with that man. It's like this every year. Right. You know, it's been like this every year for years. They How all think they want a dad he? and a husband until he's home all the time. And then they're like, you know what? <laughs> well, that's hard for Giselle to pull him away. Um, she just doesn't like seeing him get hit. You know, she's that's, afraid of him getting yeah. hurt. But I'm sure like Giselle... She still gets to model, and like anything you do, they always say like the best part is the locker room. Imagine the modeling locker room. But like, no, all professional no. athletes say one of the best parts is showing up, putting your gear on, talking, the chatter. Yeah, it's and the that fun goes time. away when you retire. It's not uh -huh. so much the game; it's that bonding. No matter what you do, I think it's fun when you see him on the, on the field before games, sometimes after games, throwing a football with his kids. I mean, th those are dad moments. Yeah, he's very, I mean, he's definitely a family guy. I mean, when it comes to his kids and, and putting, you know, Giselle, I mean, she definitely calls well, the shots a lot in the house. I guess we'll find out. That um, that and Rogers, what the hell he's going to do. What's over? Rogers. Uh, the Ford Maverick electric pickup has apparently been a huge success, and it isn't even out yet. People who haven't placed an order already... They say time's running out that Ford's going to stop accepting any new retail orders for the 2022 model Maverick because it's just everybody already got their place places held. Um, the retail orders, though, that doesn't include like business fleet buyers. It's just like people like you and me who are like, I want one. They start at $20,000. I feel like you should have to prove that you're really going to use it like a truck, right? Oh, We'll haul stuff around in it. I mean, it. it's a pickup, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Like, yes. you should have to come with rope. You yeah. own rope, sir? And that bungee cord's rope. A couple of questions that you're a real man. <laughs> yes. Or a real woman. 
real person. So it's not like all of us that would buy are replacing our Prius with our Ford Maverick. Yeah. I mean, I have a truck and it's new to me and I used it already like that. But but, but even with the truck and it's, you know, your your vehicle, you almost don't want to do anything with it because you don't want to scratch up. the. It just gets stupid is what it does. You're like, I don't want to scratch anything up. It's sort of like your Superman uh, uh <laughs> Outfit, yeah. Cartoon, no. That you don't you don't want to actually read the comic. You just want to hold on to it so it holds Keep it in value. the sleeve. Yeah. <laughs> you don't want to scratch up your truck? No, Isn't that, that... Was, that was before. It's like mm-hmm. what I was saying is it's like any new car. Sure. Right. Like when you first get it. I mean, yeah. this Ford Maverick is like what? The first electronic pickup. So everyone's like, ooh. So we'll see if it, you know, holds up to the hype, if it can. I mean, it's going up against major torque. I mean, isn't that always the big selling point whenever you see um, pickup right, well, truck commercials? You need commercials? Dennis Leary to come out and be like, okay, okay, people, <laughs> does it got torque? Let's talk torque, baby. I don't even know what torque is. <laughs> it can pull a building. That's what real men use pickup trucks for. <laughs> So dry January, this is the last weekend. If you're still white knuckling it till the end, think about that. It's I would just... say if you've made it this far, why stop? Well, so that is one of the things that uh, doctors are weighing in on. People are saying that di- dry January, the annual no alcohol challenge, offers a reprieve, a reset, a chance to reflect. And some people maybe want to take it to the next level. And so there are a few steps that you can take to make healthy habits. They're talking about like making a pro and con list about what you want to do to continue avoiding or limiting alcohol after dry January, whether or not, you know, you get back to enjoying drinking, but maybe you don't enjoy the over drinking. So it's apparently a a moment for people to decide whether or not to have a plan for your alcohol consumption. Don't expect results right away. Some people were also talking about like seeing an effect after taking a month off from drinking. Like if you cut it out, will you see like weight loss or better sleeping or all that kind of stuff? And the three of us will never know. No. (laughs) You're right. After 10 days, I (laughs) didn't notice much. So I went back to what I know. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Yep, I made it two weeks. Good enough. That's good. I mean, it's just supposed to be, it's it's not supposed to be a chore. What if you started sliding in two weeks every month? One week every month. Oh, yeah. Picked your down week. That wouldn't be a a hard thing to do. I mean, it it really isn't. Uh, Just my life revolves sometimes around it, everything I do. Um, <laughs> that's so sad to say. I'm sorry, but anyway, who are you apologizing uh, to? Me. We well, we all saw that tequila bottle sitting on the table at La Mesa. It was in danger. Yes, it was. <laughs> it Every was time screaming. you put the lid back on, you could see him wanting to immediately take the lid back off. <laughs> you saw me. Yes, weakness. It's just weakness. when you start ordering the bottle. Maybe that's the baby step. Stop ordering a bottle. And limiting yourself to just ordering. Yeah, you like, saw how fun it was, Jeff, when it's the bottle's sitting right there once again, and you're just helping yourself. Mm-hmm. I still feel like a bartender should have to. Thump. Right. <laughs> it's not you. your living room. It's my living Another room. Another whiskey. <laughs> Instead well, of if, if we're saying, give me the bottle, how far are we from riding our horses into the saloon? Maybe that's where I want to go.
Maybe that's my idea. Eventually, I'll get there. All right, we'll be right back. Stay with us. Numbers at 938-9400. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941.、Uh, Taylor Swift's all over the news this morning. Question is, did she write that song? All right, so the lead from Blur had said that、uh, in an interview that she didn't, she doesn't write her own music, but then came back after all that and said that,、uh, you know, yeah, she co wrote writes stuff, but she doesn't, in fact, that isn't writing music when you co write. Meow. I know. You're like, really? <laughs> okay.、Yeah. It's called、I'm, collaboration. I mean, most songwriters, like, you'll, you'll write something and then you usually go in and people get feedback. Like, you'll like, put it out there, like, you'll workshop it. I mean, most things are workshopped. Nobody, it's very rare that someone just comes in and is like, nope, I'm not changing a sentence. Yeah.、Um, but is it, is it writing? I mean, sure. If, if you're co writing with somebody, it, it seems like it to me. But I don't write music. So I don't know. This guy、um, obviously was.、Uh, I don't even know why it even got brought up on why, you know, if she writes her own music or not. But it sure pissed her off. The line was Billie Eilish. She said, I think she's exceptional. Taylor Swift, she doesn't write her own songs. I mean, he's responding to the questions that、okay. the LA Times writer's throwing、right. at him. You know, and nobody would have read this story if, if Taylor didn't get wind and react. I mean, man, she put him on blast. Yeah, she did. You know, that she's like, look, dude, I liked you. Uh, you know, this is the band Blur that sings Song 2. Yes.、Uh, he did Gorillas. Yep. So I'm sure he's like, because she was like, <laughs> I was a fan until you slagged me. Yes. And then, you don't want that Taylor Swift army after you. No. The T Swift army is strong and mighty. I mean, he, because he, one of the things that, you know, he was clarifying is like, well, co writes. And he's like, that doesn't count. He's like, I know what co writing、yeah. is, co writing is different. I'm like, all right, well, I mean. I mean, it's a little bit of rock and roll. Blur used to fight with, wasn't it Oasis? I thought so too. They were always battling with Oasis back in the day. If not, he's the greatest Britpop. <laughs> not you. So for Damon, it's very throwback of、yeah. just, you know, fighting with somebody. Well, people are not、uh, digging it, though. And I mean, he's quick to apologize. Like he was like, whoa, undes- unreservedly and unconditionally apologizing to Taylor Swift. I was hoping Taylor Swift was just living her best life. Like she was living so well, you wouldn't have time to A, read that and respond react, to it. Yes.、Right? That you would、mm-hmm. be like, eh, whatever. I'll let the Swift Army handle that. Yeah, it's funny because she wrote that、her、Swift、uh, Army knife. Yeah, I mean, the Swift Army take care of everything, but she did follow up her tweet by saying, Uh, P.S. I wrote this tweet all by myself in case you were wondering. And then he's like, okay. <laughs> Meow. Big mouth. But, yeah.、Uh, well, she must have been mad because、yeah, she, she dropped、uh, language. Yes, she did. And、tweet. she does it normally. She's usually a pretty, a pretty clean tweeter. So for her to drop a, a, a big old F bomb, you're like, well, now, whoa. She's going to write. Five songs about this incident. Right. And it'll come across in the music that her and Damon dated for six years. <laughs> Don't cross Taylor. Don't cross her. All right, Celebrity News is coming up、uh, here in a few minutes. Molly? Man, the Adele rumor mill about what was really behind her canceling her shows, they're going after her. Yeah, they we'll are. That later. All right, stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. 
You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, what's the latest with Adele? Well, some are saying that it's not COVID that postponed the show, but her high standards. Um, it is uh, coming out that Caesars Palace is claiming that the real reason that Weekends with Adele was postponed was because Adele didn't like the production. So the latest is the talk that they wanted her to do this sort of like swimming pool set kind of number. You know, you see it like you come up out of the water and she was like, absolutely not. When she saw the final design, she said it looked like a an old pond, a baggy old pond and refused point blank to stand in the middle of it. that doesn't seem her speed, does it? No, it Isn't doesn't. Isn't she kind of a stand on stage and sing? I would... Expect. That sounds to, like Vegas trying to turn her into Siegfried and Roy. Yeah. Like, can we I add mean, some tigers and some pizzazz? That would probably be next. And that's sort of I what mean, it sounds like the, the differences were. It was sort of conceptual. Like Adele was like, great, this will be me singing. It'll be low key. It's just about the voice, which seems her. I mean, if you watch when she toured, that's sort of how it was. It's very stripped down. It's just her on a stage. You could singing. surround her by swimmers. Yeah, like synchronized. That's usually swimmers. what they do. They jazz you up. You know, they put backup dancers. Can you imagine having backup dancers around you? No. Just <laughs> jazzing it up. And all you got to do is go forward and backwards on stage, sometimes go lateral. And every time, Mike, you move, there's six guys behind you that are, yeah, 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 dancing. Making the magic happen. Have you read my diary? Right. <laughs> Too expensive. Yes. When can I get that? So. Um. It makes sense that, you know, you don't mess with Vegas, and you certainly don't mess with uh, Vegas's money. And this was a big money show. So the question is, is when, if, it'll be rescheduled. I'm sure they're ironing it out. Um, I'm sure they will. Eventually. Yeah, I'm sure. It seems I mean, like this might be a happy accident. I don't know if you want to be go, going forward right now. We're almost through this COVID crap. Give it a couple of good, solid months. That's Let it. somebody else fall on their sword, right? Because when is Bruno's show starting? Pretty quick. February, uh, Silk Sonic's doing their residency in, uh, I think, the starting the weekend of February 25th, something like that. He should come out and, of um, the swimming pool. <laughs> I think that would He's be He's like, awesome. I'm not afraid of some baggy oh. old pond. He'll dance right on that water. <laughs> Glitter and explosions. Uh, Kanye uh, is saying that the Kardashians... Better not play when it comes to him and his kids. So I guess in an interview that he recently did, um, Kanye spoke candidly about his impending divorce and how he plans to stay in his children's lives no matter what. And he kind of made mention to the fact that maybe the Kardashians were sort of going to try to yank his chain a little bit, maybe, you know, but he's... He's like, they can go on SNL and make all the jokes they want, and that's fine, but like when it comes to my kids... Don't you go blocking me. There's some audio on it right here. Hey, everyone, listen to this, please. Two days before I was in the hospital, I was on opioids. I was addicted to opioids. I had plastic surgery because I was trying to look good for y'all. I got liposuction because I didn't want y'all to call me fat like y'all called Rob at the wedding and made him fly home before me and Kim got married. Awkward. Better get that lipo for your money. (laughs) Too much Kanye dirt. Poor guy. Oh, it's constant. This is what happens when he starts talking, though. 
I mean, he people listen, and he is not afraid of sharing his unvarnished self with everyone. And so, of course, like everybody laps it up, and there's just lots to consider. Tiffany Haddish went on uh, Jimmy Fallon last night. She's talking about her new movie, but also uh, found a way to, you know, address her recent DUI um, arrest while she was in Georgia. So I guess she was talking about the fact that she'd been praying to God to send her a man. And uh, I guess she went, she's like, God went ahead and sent me four in uniform. So she was uh, picked up over the weekend driving while intoxicated. She's got an attorney, you know, doing all the stuff she's supposed to be doing. But do you ever go through that moment, Molly, where you're praying to God for a man or four? (laughs) (laughs) No, but my grandma did. Okay. She used to pray for all of us. She's a sweet Irish Catholic grandmother. Used to do the novena. You'd pray to St. Anne to get you a man. And then she would, she would write letters to us and send like two little, Lipton tea bags in case, you know, we ran into somebody at the at the at the post office and wanted to invite him back for a cup of tea. Really? She's a sweet woman. Yes, I'm not kidding. She's very sweet. <laughs> That's fantastic. Wow. Okay. It was like really cute. I'm like, oh buddy. I don't think that would translate as well on modern day <laughs> dating sites about the tea bags. The tea bags. Yeah, I know. You gotta be very specific when you're like, two Lipton tea bags sent in the mail. <laughs> by my dear Irish Catholic grandmother. Uh, Josh Demel may have a new gig in the Mighty Ducks. So he could be stepping into the TV series as former NHL player, now coach. Gordon Bombay, which not unlike Tiffany Haddish, the only reason he became the coach was because he got a DUI, remember? <laughs> was that the, the, was that the story behind him? Gordon Bombay, yeah. He oh, was the, the Mighty Ducks. high-profile attorney. Had to do public service. Remember, he got in trouble. That's <laughs> why he becomes the coach of these ragtag little kids. He didn't yeah. want to be there. Kind of like the bad news bears of hockey. And he fell right? in love. He fell in love. So I guess Emilio Estevez, you know, because he originally played that coach, um, his contract wasn't renewed by Disney for the second season. So they're bringing in a brand new, super new guy. <laughs> All right, very cool. Josh Demel. All right, there's your celebrity news right there. We got your uh, update coming up here in a few minutes. Also, if you want to hit that podcast later today, uh, it'll be up and running anywhere you get your podcast, mostly at channel81.com, also and also on the app. What's coming up in the news, Molly? There's a big iceberg that's letting off lots of water. Ocean water is rising. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. Have you heard you can listen to your favorite news podcasts ad-free? Good news. With Amazon Music, you have access to the largest catalog of ad-free top podcasts included with your Prime membership. To start listening, download the Amazon Music app for free or go to amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts. That's amazon.com slash ad-free news podcasts to catch up on the latest episodes without the ads. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, 
Father Brown and Death in Paradise, plus new originals like Payback, Irvin Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Now, news headlines with Molly on The Big Party Show. So an iceberg bigger than the state of Rhode Island is out there floating, 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 and apparently melting. It has released billions of tons of water into the ocean. This is where Molly needs to do her Christopher Walken from the movie Dead Zone. What would he say? (laughs) The ice, it's going to melt. The ice, it's going to melt. Because the kids wanted to go skating. Why isn't that movie on cable? Oh, it should be. It's so good. So, so we got an iceberg melting out there now. It used to be nearly half the size of Connecticut, and then it started to disintegrate. So now they're saying this mega iceberg is, um, you know, it's melting, and it's making an epic journey along the way. But I think it's just so wild that that is, like, how big an iceberg can be. And what and if there deep, was a Titanic? Would you drive right into the side of it? Right. Like, do ships not hit icebergs anymore? Iceberg! It doesn't seem like it. Stop it, bow! The unsinkable ship. And it's deep, probably, too. The iceberg. Yeah. Well, so what does that mean? Makes me feel like the entire Earth is a cocktail. Right. Oh. Right? Yeah. But the ice is melting. We're warming up. Time to get another cube. <laughs> oh, but that drink is just perfect temperature right now. Mm, and it's got that little bit of meltiness in it, where it's like the water sort of like just gives you that right around... A right amount of tinge to like, yeah, um, I almost want to chew it. Turn the ocean into Kool Aid. <laughs> you could look at the planet from space, it's just a big glass orb full of sloshy Kool Aid. Oh, yeah, need a straw. Oh, yeah, yeah, there's not a whole lot we can do about it. Mm-mm. No, there isn't. It's just interesting. Uh, the SAT is going digital. So, one of the nation's most commonly used college entrance exams. By the year 2024, it will no longer be, put your pencils down, pick your pencils up, make sure they're sharpened. God, that's the worst lot thing to hear, because it's not even on SAT. That's all tests. Yes. At that moment during finals, when a teacher says, everybody put your pencils down. I hated that. Yeah. You're not done yet. Like, never enough, there's never no. enough time. <laughs> well, and now a lot of times the kids do, like this week, uh, my kids are doing a diagnostic at school. And so okay. it's all the standardized testing, but it's all on computers now. So I think they're just getting ready for this next generation. I mean, my kids are nowhere near SAT level, but I'm saying now seems to be a time when they're just going to go ahead and say, grab your laptop. I mean, it, it, and you could do it any anywhere, I wonder. I mean, you still have to go to a place. Yeah, you have to be watched. Yeah. I mean, you know, I well, would Lori imagine. Lori Laughlin uh, can't cheer kids into college. Well, yeah, not with That's this mainly one. sort of the security aspect of it. But the um, SAT is trying to survive, and so is the ACT. Because more and more colleges are kind of like, eh. Why do you need it? Yes. Because yeah. like, some people are, I mean, and I think the three of us know this, like you can be super smart, but like not test well. I mean, and then there are people who aren't necessarily the smartest in the class, but just know how to really hit it out of the ballpark when they get one of those pencils and some circles to fill. There are people who get like exam stress. That's not a sign of intelligence or lack of intelligence. It's just like, that's not a real way to learn. I suck at testing. 
I don't do well at testing. You'd have the kids that would turn the test in like 20 minutes into a test. That always blew me away. Mm-hmm. That it was either the kid was a genius savant or they were um, like insane. They didn't care. They yeah. completely gave up. You know, the up. ones that gave up. Yeah, just failed it. And would, would fill it out uh, in forms of words. Oh, you know, slam so the, whatever. The, the test on yeah. and walk out like 20 minutes in. You're like, I did wow, that once. I'm just going to eat an F, huh? You did that once, Molly? Once. Yeah, there was something where it was like it was a curveball. I'd answered everything that I could have, and I'm like, I, I mean, I could sit here and pretend to write an essay about something that I didn't study, or I can just save myself the time. Like, You're why? You went out and why? smoked cigarettes in the parking lot. <laughs> Molly was Judd Nelson in high school. Leather pants. Don't mind me. I'll just go be misanthropic somewhere else. A guy in the UK, talk about the worst kind of neighbor ever. He finally got dinged by authorities for playing music too loud. This guy was hit with 11 offenses. He was jamming to something called smooth radio. Okay. When the UK, when the, when the authorities over in the UK showed up, they were able to use Shazam mobile phone app through a wall to confirm what songs were coming through. That's how loud it was playing. <laughs> Apparently, what was he jamming to? Rihanna, Whitney Houston, Louis Capaldi. That's like, like you do. His neighbors were like, we are so depressed. All he does is like jam, just like totally sad kind of or breakup-y type of songs. The guy's 58. So now he has to pay nearly $7,000 in fines for keeping neighbors awake. There were like all sorts of level day and night. And he's like, claiming, he's like, I don't think I was home at the time. <laughs> and he got arrested for it. Wow. He got written up for it. I mean, if you live in an apartment building and there's somebody who is playing horrible music at all hours and you can't. I mean, there were some neighbors that had to, like, get noise-canceling headphones. They just couldn't. They didn't complain, right? They I would did, rather, I would rather have the like, neighbors blare loud music than have a bird. I'm telling you, that is the lamest thing to have in an apartment. A bird. Does somebody in your building have one? Yeah. Oh, so oh, you're going to hear, hear this. it. It's, that's 24-7. I mean, that cuts through everything. Yes. Chirp. Like, how do you get a bird when you have neighbors? Who needs a bird? Are they miners? I don't know. I don't understand the bird. <laughs> Why would you own a bird? Why? I don't understand bird That's owners a myself. Question. I know would, if someone has a bird, tell us why. I I don't understand either. I, of all the pets in the world, um, I still question rabbits. But you know, people love their rabbits. I, guess, I have a so. neighbor. I haven't met her, but she walks her bird. It's absolutely insane. She's got like a parrot and it's on a leash and it sits on her shoulder and she'll walk up and down the block to like get it fresh air. She sounds like the most interesting woman on your block. I need to see evidence. Pirate. I need evidence. She walks up and down the alley. It's so crazy. And the kids are like, is she walking her bird? And I'm like, it's the only You're thing the I can think walking that she's her. <laughs> yes, I don't know. Let's go for a walk. Let's go for a walk. I haven't seen her in a bit because it's winter, but I mean, in the warmer weather, you see her out walking the bird, I swear, hand to God. Why haven't you ever shot a photo? I'm usually driving down the alley to like, and you just feel kind of self-conscious. Like, hey, can I take a picture of, I know, I live in a weird. Squirrels that eat meat. (laughs) Chicken chicken. wing eating squirrels. Then there was the tree pizza squirrel, the squirrel that went all the way up with a whole big slice of New York style pizza. There's people who just leave mattresses in the alley 
There was one that said no bed bugs, which you know you can take at face value. If somebody took the time to write the note that said no bed bugs on that mattress in the alley, it's as good as, you know, mm-hmm. That's a sports what was you statement. Uh, no bed bugs. Yeah. I live in a weird neighborhood. What can I say? Keeps us keeps us on our toes. A cruise ship that was bound for Miami had to dock in the Bahamas. All the people that were waiting to, uh, you know, disembark in the States had to take a, a ferry. This was all because Crystal Cruise Lines apparently has an outstanding bill with the U.S. government for like $4.6 million in fuel costs. So passengers ended up not being able to go back to Fort Lauderdale. These guys were hiding from their bill. So they just, so just went sitting ahead. in the sitting yeah. in the water. Yeah, they went out. They were they were headed towards Miami, and all of a sudden they got like, when you dock, you've got to pay this like four point six million dollar fuel bill. And they turned around and were like, never mind. We'll just stay at sea. We'll just stay here, and you guys can take a ferry boat back to where you're supposed to go. <laughs> Cruise fail. I mean, just when you thought couldn't get worse. Henry Dorley Zoo has named the newest little female African elephant, Eugenia. She was born earlier this month and now has a name thanks to the Grucock family. They won the naming rights at a fundraiser. Uh, Eugenia was born January 7th and is the first elephant in Henry Dorley Zoo's 125-year history. That's pretty cool. That is really cool. And what does Eugenia mean again? It means noble or well-born. And so she's nursing and growing. She currently weighs 183 pounds. Just a little thing. That is a little thing in comparison to what it's going to be. Yes. All right, 938-9400. That's how you jump in. You walk birds with a cat call. Weird thing. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Good morning. Hey, we got some good news yesterday in the news. Looks like uh, after a two-year hiatus, we're going to have the St. Patty's Day Parade. That's good. That's positive and good. It's on the 12th. It's the parade that has that goes right through downtown Old Market and everything like that. Yeah, the ancient That's order awesome. of the Hibernians. Yeah. I haven't got to do it in a couple of years because of COVID. And and then three years ago was, was the uh, floods. Yep. Yeah. So you kind of felt bad. Getting nutty on that day because a lot of people were sandbagging. Yes, I was. We're really overdue for, for yes. a St. Patty's Day. Like, if you go over to the Brazen Head here in town, which is great, plenty of great Irish bars, but Brazen Head's got their, like, signage up, and they've got the clock that counts down the days till St. Patty's Day. Oh, that just feels good. Mm-hmm. You know, that just feels great. So, yeah, there's some good news of the day. Yeah, hopefully it'll be a warm day. I know. Yeah, Usually it gets around that time and you're like, this feels good. That's the make or break point. It can be unseasonably warm or it can still be cold, but it's one of the last cold Saturdays. It is. So it's a Saturday before St. Patty's Day. Yeah, it is. So, uh, yeah. So if you're looking for stuff to do, it seems like a lot of stuff is opening kind of up. We got uh, concert and announcements. I, I saw that Kid Rock was coming to town and I don't know. I just like seeing it. I hate our city being at a dead still. 
Um, because when it's a dead still, I'm at a dead still as well. I guess I don't have to be. A lot of that is me. Well, it's me. just, I mean, when there's not yeah. a whole lot of, a lot of fun options, it's a little. Yeah, the last time we did, uh, the, my family had done the parade was 2019. Yeah, because so. you guys do it every year um, down there. And that, that's like a, a tradition. So, yeah, I was great to hear Because we dress that up news. in our Stormtrooper outfits. Oh, yes, yeah, and they're a hit. You guys always always have to, everybody and their brother walks in the parade. <laughs> it is an Irish You're parade. like, is Chewbacca running for mayor? Yeah. It's all the politicians. I'd the vote for him. Right. But the stormtrooper outfits are pretty cool. You got to admit, you know, it's the only time you really see the stormtroopers is, is actually in a, on a parade. Yeah, <laughs> on a parade route. And they're like an official. Remember, those groups oh. are like, you got to be like licensed. It's they're really like, serious. They're like an official legion. You can't just show up with the outfit. Dude. You'll, I think you'll get beat up. <laughs> You're going to have a card they're or like, something like that. Did you like make that. your Star Wars outfit at home? I'm like, yeah. But I do feel as if uh, if you're going to be wearing that outfit, you need to never take that helmet off while you're in an outfit. And it seemed like the last time I was at the parade, I saw a guy walk into his car with the helmet off. Oh like, yeah, no, it's almost like one of those animals that you see, yeah. um, at you know, like at the uh, at Disneyland. You can't see Goofy without his head on. No, staying character. It's too weird. Yes. All right, celebrity news is coming up next, Molly. Well, coming up, we have Double uh, O Seven talk. Man, one of the hottest men alive is in the running to be the next James Bond. All right, that's next. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. What's going on with the stars? Idris Alba. His name is being thrown around out there again about playing the next James Bond. Just make it official. The guy's got the chops to do it. He wears a suit beautifully. He's handsome as all get out. He'd be a perfect Bond. Daniel yeah, I, Craig's I think time so is over. Yeah. I don't you? He's kind oh, of the swagger. Yeah, I mean he fits. Hey, Idris Elba's one of these guys that you feel like has been in more movies than he has been. Like you think he was in other movies, and like, yeah, he's just a he classy was. dude. Like yeah. I felt like he already was Bond, <laughs> right? Even though he hasn't. <laughs> You're right. I most recently saw him in uh, the newest Suicide Squad. He plays what Deathshot, and it's just like God, he's so charming. Like watching this, I'm like, oh my god. Is he just, on your list? He's Sounds unbelievable. Like he's so unbelievably suave and handsome, and so he can't do no wrong. I would love to see him in the Bond franchise. There was another funny like side story going on. Javier Bardem was recently doing an interview, and he played the villain in one of the um, uh, Bond movies. It was the 2012 installment Skyfall. And I guess he shared a behind-the-scenes story. Bardem re- uh, revealed that he dressed up like a Bond girl to surprise Daniel Craig on his birthday. Like, it was like a total joke thing. He dressed up like uh, the Ursula character from Octopussy and came up out of a cake. Octopusher. Yes. So he's uh, being nominated right now, Golden Globe SAG Awards, for playing Desi Arnaz. In that new um, uh, Meet the Lucy? Ricardos. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Lucy. Where can we watch that? That's, uh, I believe, on Amazon. Um, and you can stream it. So Nicole Kidman plays Lucille Ball. It's Aaron Sorkin. I wasn't a fan 
Of, oh, you it. did watched it. Okay. Yeah, watched it. it. I wasn't. It didn't. It didn't grab me. Um, but that's just me. I mean, it doesn't mean not to watch it. It's getting lots of critical acclaim. But Idris Alba, yes, time is now for us to get a new James Bond booked. Meatloaf passed away, and it has done uh, wonders for his music. Uh, streams of Meatloaf's sounds have uh, jumped over 4,000%. Isn't that funny how that passing. works? Someone yeah. passes and everybody just reminisces by listening to the music, and that's great. Yeah. I mean, that's part of the part of the morning, you know? Wouldn't that be part great if journey? you could fake your own exit? Yes. Just so you could get all well, of those? We always throw that out there like a Tupac or something, but it's... You wonder, somebody must have pulled that off. Sure, if you have enough money, you could. To check out, you're on your, you know, to imagine if Meatloaf could be alive on a private island watching his album soar. Yeah, that would be great. Sipping on a pina colada and just loving life. People pretty much say nice things about you when you're gone. What if you pull that off and people were like, he was a clown. Stop <laughs> talking about me. <laughs> Overrated DJ. You're like, hey, you're supposed to say nice stuff. And I faked it. I'm laying there in the casket alive you know the old, going, hey. The old creepy thing where you go to your own funeral. Yep. See who doesn't wearing show. wearing a horrible disguise. Everybody knows that it's you. Oh, God. <laughs> hey, I think party's back there. I'm not even wearing a disguise. You're back there. You're eating. <laughs> Uh, the man in back uh, has passed the microphone around and for the second time has asked if anyone wants to get up and tell a great story about him. But only it's if big, it's positive. No, it's big party because he's wearing a long flowing wig. Yes. <laughs> and he brought snacks. Yeah. We did that at my uh, dad's funeral. Like, you know, we we're planning it and it was in a Catholic church. And my uncle was like, well, why don't we just pass around a wireless mic and anyone who wants to get up tells a story. They could do it. And we were all like, yeah, we're all in like a happy mode, trying to be happy. And the priest Did it like, happen? No. no, he just goes, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's like his comedy club, his venue, his church. It's like, nope. He goes, we'll uh, let three people get up. Yeah. And you're going to, it's going to be predetermined. <laughs> After the third one, that's it. Pull He's like, I headline. <laughs> kind of, you guys ever, I have never gotten up and spoke um, at, at, at one of those. I don't know why, I, you know. No. I mean, I give people credit who can get up there. I'm like when my best buddy died, uh, our buddy Mark went up there and, and just winged it, and it was fantastic. Really? And I couldn't I couldn't even get up. Why am I being sad? Stop it! He was always bad at speeches. <laughs> I don't even want to know Anyone what you Anyone else want to say anything? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll keep going. Jeff, this is your your job. If I go, you need to say, Wayne hates when I talk like this. You need to say something good. Please. Please. Make it up if you yes. have to. Make it up. Come on, there's got to be something good. Something but positive. He was such a humanitarian. Yes. What a lovely person. Always putting others first. Mm -hmm. Everyone's like, I'm in the wrong. <laughs> Molly. I'm at the wrong wake. I'm sorry, I'm here for Mike. Big party. <laughs> Molly, you don't get to stand up. Oh, I don't. You can't stop me. I know I can't. But Unless if I'm you're, faking you know, it, I can. Exactly. You're like, of course I can if I'm faking it, in which case we'll all have caught you anyway. Yeah, yeah. No, you, you, you can't speak right. ill of the dead. It's bad juju. You got to 
you gotta everybody's done at least one nice thing seriously sure like i mean if you can't find one nice thing then you need to stay in your seat <laughs> and stay not get away up. from the microphone because if you can't summon somewhere inside of you one nice thing about the dead person in the room man you're Good. broken <laughs> it's gonna come back to haunt you uh, the uh, new um, Tommy and Pamela, you know, about Tommy Lee and Pamela Anderson. Uh, Pamela Anderson says she will not be watching that. I'm like, no, really? She had no involvement whatsoever with Pam and Tommy's production. Um, I guess even Tommy Lee wasn't consulted either. So it's just like it's a, a completely unauthorized sort of fictional take on all of this. Um so T- Pam and Tommy premieres on Hulu and Disney Plus, which is a horrible, like Disney Plus keeps assuring parents that kids can't stream this. Okay, so it's not. It's <laughs> on Disney like, Plus? Yes, because Hulu bizarre. and Disney Plus, and that's the thing is that Disney Plus is like, we promise. I'm like, you better have your regulators on standby because any kid starts screaming Pam and Tommy, parents are going to well, be how are they going to mind. How do they I, how, All of a sudden, your kid's like, what's this or what have I'm you? I'm saying, how can they monitor it? I mean, I don't have children. I don't know how that. I don't know how you'd print it. I mean, I know I can that. log on to Netflix and it says, is this Jeff watching? Right? Yeah. You can but see I mean, what you just watched. You know, like, haven't you ever gone back into Netflix or any of those things? And it's like, continue watching or you recently watched whatever. Yeah, and that made us kids, think whatever. But the kids are always smarter than their parents. Yeah, they'll just delete that somehow. Right. They don't, I mean, there's no like deleting that. I mean, it's just a part of your history unless they go under a different profile. My point is, is like, unless they've set up some dummy account, I can go in and see, like, what they've been watching. Okay. Well, these kids are shaking their head. No. <laughs> it's not true. It's totally not true. I've watched horrible atrocities. She has no idea. Uh, it's available when? Now? Uh, no, February 2nd. Okay, February 2nd. So Wednesday. And quickly, from- Janet Jackson has something coming out Friday, which is a documentary on her life. It's going to be fantastic. Uh, but we'll, you know, dial in that uh, closer to the day of Friday. We'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. All right, good morning. Welcome to the show. It's Tuesday. Feels like a Tuesday a little bit. It's got that Monday morning energy. Oh, it does. Which means it's moving slow. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> I don't get it. January wants to hang out a little bit. I know. It's almost over, though. Oh, I think I got God. one week, and then we move into February. But remember, we had a good we had a good December. We got, again, mid-40s coming at us by the end of the week. So it's all good in the neighborhood. I think I've heard that before, right? It's a commercial. That Applebee's? <laughs> When you're here, it's a neighborhood? No, it's all good. I think it's all good in the neighborhood. It is Applebee's. Yeah, it's Applebee's. Um, when you're here, your, your family. That's is, Olive uh, Garden. That's the Olive Garden. Um, <laughs> dumb oh. radio. There you go. He's out of ideas. I am. Do they even make TJ Fridays anymore? Thank God it's Fridays. 
Someone, yeah. I, I think they do, but just not here that I'm aware of. We had someone in the building that come, is new here, and that's one of his favorite foods is TGI, you know, Fridays. There's one down on Michigan Avenue in Chicago, and it's okay. still there. I mean, it's like right there on the Mag Mile. I'm like, really? This is like your... <laughs> well, God the Tom Cruise movie Cocktail takes place at a TGI Fridays. Is it? Okay. All right. Oh. It's been a while since I've Which seen is an that, interesting so. premise because it's supposed to be Tom Cruise is in the Fast City. It might be Chicago, but I thought it was New York. Maybe it's Chicago. I think okay. it's probably New York. Right? And he gets a job attending bar at the hottest bar. New York's hottest bar. It's called TGI Fridays. <laughs> you see it now it's on cable and you're like, wait, it was a TGI Fridays. I had no idea. I mean, the idea. same look, everything. This okay. Really? All right. He's dancing and doing the deal. I mean, that's the first bar that the he flare. learns. And then I think they upgrade to other bars, but he cuts his teeth. At with, TGI. Remember uh, Coughlin? Coughlin's Law. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. TGI Fridays. All right. Anyway, this is how we're oh. getting through the Tuesday. Terrible <laughs> 80s movies. But good Anything stuff. to get through. I'm staring down a whole day. What are you staring down at? I'm just, it's a whole cold. lot of nothing. It's a whole cold. lot of nothing. And cold negotiating how I can get through my entire day without having to leave the house and realizing that that's not possible. That I am going to have to, you know, make myself look like I'm going out for the rescue mission to get Luke Skywalker on a Tauntaun. I hate cold. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. I hate it. We learned today that it. Molly's neighbor walks her bird. Yes. <laughs> Your neighbor's more active than you are. Do they all call? Do they? Do you? Because you don't know your neighbor, do you? You just see her walking her bird. I say hi, but I'm, I've never introduced myself because she's walked up and down the alley with the bird, and you know, like I've gone out to take out the trash, and she's there, and it's kind of like hi, but at the same time, it's not like hey, so you walk your bird, huh? Wait, so is this bird on a leash? Then is that the deal? It's got a string. I mean, it it, it doesn't. Fl- I don't see it flying. Like it doesn't try to. It just hangs out on her shoulder. But she does have like a little string attached to it, so it doesn't get away. Right, exactly. And so, in okay. case it got startled or something, like because we also have. I mean, we've got a lot of crazy, weird wildlife um, by our house because we live by a river. So there's probably lives in the Amazon. Awesome <laughs> raccoon. You know, we've got um, a feral cat population to keep the rat population down. Rat population. You are the rat capital of the world. Which so. is apparently not working because I saw little little paw prints out in our backyard. And I'm like, that was not a rabbit. It was obviously, maybe it was a squirrel. I'll, I'll go with the squirrel route. But oh, I think it was probably one of our little... You don't hear enough of. <laughs> that I, I didn't rat realize paws? that the no that Chicago was the rat is the rattiest yeah in, America's rattiest. in America yeah America's there's got to be other places around the world but in America it's the capital they they do some type of uh, I don't know how they do it a rat count or whatever but yeah um, every year Chicago's been named for some time now the uh, rat capital of America they're Gross. competing every year with L A and New York oh I'm sure. I've seen New York, you know, videos of like when there's a storm or whatever, and these rats are coming. I hate rats. Yeah, they're just flying out of a out of a you know the sewers and trying to get somewhere. I'm Start like, spread in the news. Yeah, it's not good. No, it sounds awful. And then when you tell me that you see rat prints in your backyard in the snow, yeah grosser than gross. I live in the city. I mean, it's like right by a river. I mean, river rats are a real deal. I mean, you can live 
in a bagillion dollar house or a rundown slum, and you're still going to have rats hanging out in your in your alley. What's the gerbil capital of America? Um, L.A. Possibly. Possibly. There's no answer. Okay. That's rhetorical. All right. They don't want to keep track of that stuff. All right. Well. Gerbils. I don't understand people who keep rodents as pets. My cousin just got two. Must have been a thing when we were kids because we We had had two of them. Yeah, I had rats. You didn't have rats. You had gerbils. I didn't have gerbils. We had pet rats. Um, Little nice rats, too. There weren't. They're River supposed rats, to be really like, smart. I mean, I they're super Gross. clever. They're super smart. I, apparently, they make nice pets. I don't care to find out they firsthand. They also make nice mittens. <laughs> they do. <laughs> right, same way. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. All right, enjoy your Tuesday, you know, the gig podcast. Hey, thank you for everyone that has listened to the podcast and downloaded it every day. Uh, yeah, it makes us very happy. Uh, you can get it on the app or uh, channel94.com or actually iTunes or wherever you need to go to get it, but it's there. You can also click that open mic feature and leave us a message. Ask us a question. Yes, mm-hmm. absolutely. We have um, a lot of opinions. We do. And often good advice, sometimes terrible advice. But, sometimes horrible. But we are willing to volunteer it. I you agree. Would like, you yeah. can stay anonymous, hit us up with a question. Yeah, because when you're listening to the podcast, you might have something you want to say. And if you're on the app right there, then bam, it's right there. So do us a, do us a solid on that one. All right, we're going to get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow morning. Be safe and do yourself good.